0: It is 22 minutes past 10 o'clock. Views are news through to 12. me, Clarence, uh, and you're welcome to weigh in. Uh, into any other conversations um, and if you feel there's something that we need to put on the agenda then you're welcome via WhatsApp at 0725671567 your calls also on 0214460567 talking the big C and where we are at uh, a bit of a setback suffered of course because of COVID people not being able to do their screening and early detection kind of regimes couldn't have been employed uh, for a variety of reasons joining us to discuss where we are at Dr Nolatando Nemetswareni Chief Clinical Officer at Discovery Health. Welcome, Doc. It's great to have you.
1: Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you for having me and good morning to your listeners.
0: I think there's good news and there's bad news that we're going to talk about. Why do I get that sense, Doc?
1: Yeah, I think it's a a mixed bag of of messages that we're sending which I think, though, uh, there is something positive that we should be taking out of this yeah. Uh, regardless of you know of, of some of the negative aspects of it, but I think we need to focus on the positive stuff.
0: I want to start on the positive. I believe there's there's, there's significant inroads into finding uh, t- uh, suitable uh, responses, medical responses uh, to the to the big C. Uh, are you up to date on that particular front? Do you know where the cure is at.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, let's start with the basics because uh, actually cancer can be cured if it's picked up early without. Been having to look at advanced medical technologies. For people who, for example, if you've got a small lump that you pick it up through screening, it can be physically removed. I mean, this has been happening for, 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 for many years now. But the major issue that we've been facing over the years is that people are presenting late. Uh, mm. People are not doing the necessary screenings. They are presenting late, which is why the big C becomes such a scary C because people are presenting with advanced cancers that are very difficult to treat and usually land with poor clinical outcomes. So people usually die from cancer. That's what people remember in their minds when they think cancer. They never think this can be bitten if I just present myself early and get somebody else to just get it out. (laughs) Having said that, I just want to make sure because I'm sure there's a listener who's gonna be saying but my cancer, even if there's not, uh, we don't have screening programs for all cancers. Uh, And some of the cancers, by the time they're diagnosed, they usually are advanced. But we still say, where there's no screening program, please still present yourself to a healthcare facility. There are doctors who may pick up certain uh, symptoms and signs that may be, um, you know, that may be suggestive, and then they can send you um, for for further testing.
0: Okay, so, so while there's a buzz about um, inroads that are being made into into a cure, this remains singularly early detection uh, the best the best uh, the best tool in your arsenal uh, against uh, against cancer. Is is that what you're saying?
1: I'm saying definitely um, the earlier you pick it up, the easier it is to manage and, uh, you know, the outcomes are good. Okay. But, and yes, for and screening rates, were...
0: have they recovered since COVID?
1: So screening rates have recovered for some, uh, but uh, I think also the context is important. Pre-COVID, our screening rates were lower than what we would expect. Uh, specifically, when we compare to global uh, standards, I'll give you a, a sense. I mean, um, for for breast cancer, which is one of the most established, uh, you know, screening programs with mammography, uh, you find that I mean, it's sitting between twenty five, thirty percent, depending. Um, so, so if you think about uh, global statistics, where you know people at least over seventy percent are getting screened, people who are eligible for screening, so we st- we're still far behind uh, global standards in terms of screening. And then COVID hit and then it took a knock, and now we are seeing recovery. People are going back and they are screening. Um, And then, obviously, we'll just have to go through the, the different cancers that you can screen for and what is available so that people have got an understanding of what it means. Okay. Um, you know,
0: when we speak about screening. Let's go to the top cancer concerns, notable increases, and that according to Discovery Health Medical Schemes, notable um, increases in cancer diagnosis have been observed within specific demographics. Talk to us, and I see even double-digit growth in certain areas. Talk to us about those concerns.
1: So I think what we are seeing obviously is an increase in, in the diagnosis of cancers uh specifically the 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 the, the three main ones which is a breast prostate and and colorectal which is bowel cancer breast being obviously mainly in women and prostate in men and colorectal for both men and women Um, and i think um yes we we do want uh, people to be diagnosed early and sometimes the pickup rates may be related to the increase in the screenings where people are going as long as we are picking up cancers early which we are seeing with the with uh, with breast and, and prostate, where you can find these cancers early on, and therefore the interventions are much better, and people are living, um, you know, uh, cancer free for 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 very long uh, periods of time. So I think while we're saying we're seeing this increase uh, increase, I think it's important to contextualise it and say yes, when you increase your screenings, you are, you are going to pick up more people um, who may ordinarily be walking around not aware that they've got cancer. But the most important thing is really the timing at which you pick up the cancer. If it is early on, then the outcomes are better.
0: I I see a 17% increase in cervical cancer diagnosis. Uh, That's scary.
1: So um, it's important to also just look at, obviously, year on year and the frequency of the screening that uh, people are doing. Uh, We are saying, I mean, yes, we are seeing this 17% increase. We're going to be monitoring it, uh, but we don't want to raise alarm uh, bells as yet. But we are saying uh, people must go and screen because we don't want people to sit back and, and be scared. We want these uh, you know the, the 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 data to encourage people to go uh, forward and, and be screened.
0: Okay, and then we have to, to, to wrap up. Um, it's not a one size fits all screen, right? Uh, just talk us yes. through the screening and and how it is um, uh, you know unique to the various cancers.
1: Yes. So for breast. Uh, we encourage every woman uh, who's uh, 40 years and above to go for uh, mammography screening, which is an X-ray uh, of the breast, um, every two years if you don't have a family history of breast cancer, and annually if you do have. If you are, if you've got a family history of breast cancer and you are at high risk for breast cancer, you also have an additional test that can be done, which is an MRI breast. Uh, but obviously, the, the doctor will, um, you know, advise accordingly what is required for you. And also a genetic screen uh, because we do know that some of the cancers have got a a genetic, um, you know, uh, uh, there's a a genetic mutation that's related to the cancer itself. And then for breast, um, so so for cervical, every three years with PAP smears, um, or you can use the human papillomavirus test, which is a virus that is associated with cervical cancer, and this can be done every five years. But for people, for example, who are living with HIV, who are at a higher risk of developing um, cervical cancer, they can uh, do pap smears every uh, year or human papilloma virus test every three years. Colorectal cancer. uh, Here, I mean, I know people usually get like a bit um, (laughs) uh, uncomfortable when we discuss this. It's really a poo. It's a poo test. It's a stool test, which you take every um, uh, two years. Uh, we encourage people from the ages of 45 to start screening for, for, for colorectal cancer. And uh, for those who are at high risk, um, there is a recommendation for them to be using a different test, which is a colonoscope, which is a camera that goes inside your bowel to look for some of these cancers or some of the polyps, some, some lesions that uh, could uh, be bleeding and, and uh, could be cancerous. So it's important for people to do that. For, for prostate uh, prostate, um, we advise all men, especially I mean, around the ages of 45 as well, to go and have a discussion with their clinicians around um, the benefits and risks of of, of screening, um, with the understanding that specifically in African males, um, what we see is that prostate cancer is quite aggressive, so it's important for people to know when and when not to screen, mm. and also um, the frequency of their screening. But from a some from a benefits point of view, it is available. Uh, annually uh, that uh, screen which is a
0: blood test. We're going to have to wrap it there. We are out of time at 10.31 but a big thank you Dr. Nolotando Nemetswarani, Chief Clinical Officer at Discovery Health, the evolving landscape of cancer care in South Africa. You are now on top of related matters. Time for eyewitness